What's going on, everybody? What's going on? What's going on? Welcome to another, another edition of the Opinionated, the Opinionated Brother. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Opinionated Brother, episode 34, man. We on episode 34 already? Already? Sheesh, man. I feel like time is just going by so fast, man. It's just ridiculous. Um, I hope everybody's weak. How's everybody, how's everybody doing? You know what I'm saying? How was your week? I hope you're feeling great. You know, my week has been, uh, <laughs> it was great. It was a lot of talk to Turby at the end, you know, a little turbulence at the end. Um, but it was a good week. It was a good week. It was a good week. Um, you know, started working nights at the, you know, at my new pizza spot, um, at Lucky Luciano's, uh, 15 Ionia Avenue Southwest, um, Grand Rapids, Michigan. Oh, if you didn't know, let me just put this disclaimer out there. A lot of people are like, when they come into Lucky's, they're like, wasn't this Giorgio's? It was Giorgio's. Disclaimer, let me put that out there. Lucky Luciano's was Giorgio's before it was uh, Lucky Luciano's, you feel me? So it was Giorgio's, so you were not crazy. It was Giorgio's at first. They changed the name last year, so they did a whole new rebrand. So instead of, if you know us as Giorgio's, you can keep calling us Giorgio's, but we are Lucky Luciano's now. Um, so if you would like to come kick it with your boy, uh, I probably work during the weekend, you know, during nights. Um, so come kick it with me, you know what I'm saying? Don't be too drunk. You know, I, I will kick you out. Love you, but I will kick you out. All right. Um, like I said, I hope everybody's week has been great. My, mine has. Um, but we have a lot to get into, y'all. It's going to be a long episode. I ain't even going to lie to you. Like, this is going to be one hell of an episode because we have one. We have a lot to get into. You feel me? So we're going to recap. Uh, recap. <laughs> Come on now. We're going to recap uh, last week's topic. Um, last week's opinionated topic of the week. Uh, what was it, honestly? Lord Jesus. <laughs> we got to go back. Um, embracing my name. We're going to talk about that. Just recap that. We're going to talk about Kendrick Lamar briefly. We're going to talk about Trump and, uh, you know, TNT, Trump and Twitter. We're going to talk about that for a minute. We're going to talk about the GDPR, um, privacy, safety, um, how I can keep you safe. Make sure that THC, Tyron's Hicks, a company, my blog, the, the opinionated brother podcast everything is keeping you safe because privacy is our number one priority for you guys you know what i'm saying i run my website you guys subscribe to me and i do nothing you know with with the emails that i get so when you subscribe you only get updates so we're going to just briefly talk about that as well um i wrote a blog post this past friday uh or this past week about um what's on the other side of fear so i just want to elaborate on that if you want to go check it out, go to www.tyronshicks.com, click on the Devontae's World tab, and then what's on the other side of fear is right there. Go ahead and check it out. Um, I really go a little bit in depth about, you know, my personal experiences with fear. And um, yeah, man, I'll, I'll, I'll briefly, you know, get into it a little bit. Um, I'm going to definitely talk about the NBA playoffs. Come on now. We we definitely not. We definitely not letting that off the hook. Um, I briefly want to just... I just want to just talk about these school shootings and how it's really affecting me. Um, because every time I turn on the TV, every time I get a CNN post, every time I get something hit in my phone uh, with news, uh, whether it's local, 
whether it's, you know, back home in Florida, whether it's back home in Detroit, whether it's here in Grand Rapids, whether it's anywhere um, around the country right now in the U.S. of A., I'm always getting something with a school shooting and it's and it's really, really bothering me right now. So I really want to talk about that. Um, we're going to talk about Pusha T and Drake, man. We're going to talk about, we're going to talk about this, little, this, this new beef that is um, emerging in the hip-hop realm. Um, and I'm going to give my thoughts on it. Uh, we're going to talk about Morgan Freeman and Harvey Weinstein, of course. And we're going to talk about having the bag secured. Ball in the family, LeVar Ball in them. I'm gonna I'm gonna elaborate on that. So my MVP of the week, MVP actually MVPs of the week. But if you don't know the 85 South show, you need to get hip. Um, that is my MVP of the week. It is ran by Carlos Miller, Chico Bean, and DC Young Fly. They have a podcast called the 85 South Show, and they do live shows. They are probably three of the funniest niggas that I have ever scene seriously in my generation they are hilarious and i and i mean that to a fault hilarious they will have my spleen just dying like they are hilarious funny as hell um and then my biggest loser of the week is Corey david burfield i will elaborate on more of him why he is my uh biggest loser of the week and the attempt, uh, the opinionated topic of the week for the second half of the show. Now, when we talk about thirteen reasons, now usually when I you know do spoilers for a show, I really keep it in the second half. I mean, first half, and um, you know briefly talk about it. I'm going to go really in depth, or as in depth as I can, and about how I felt about season two of Thirteen Reasons. Okay, so I'm saying this now. Spoiler alert, okay? I'm not going to give too many, but spoiler alert, right? If you have not seen 13 Reasons Why yet, season two, please go see that now, like today, like right now. All, I will say that all of your emotions will be all over the place. You will scream at the TV. You will get mad. You will walk away. You will cry. You will be pissed. You will be everything, okay? It, it, it will all all of your emotions will be in the one and you won't know how to feel after the 13th episode. All right, so let's get into the first half of the episode, uh, first half of the show. We're going to recap last week's topic about embracing my name. So basically, last week, I talked about embracing my name for the PNA topic of the week and how, you know, um, my name is very uncommon. And the crazy thing is, I was at work, and this was my first night at work. And uh, my boss was like, yo, um, is your name Tyron's? Or yeah, Tyrons, and I said Tyrons up. He was like Tyron, and I'm like Tyrons up, and he's like, oh Tyrons, sorry, sorry. And I'm like, no, 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 you're good. And see, right there, it makes people feel like, oh, he's being he he's kind of an ass. No, 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 no. that's not it at all. You're just lazy as fuck. I'm just saying, let, let's be real, because some of you guys who say my name are very lazy with the name. And it, when you have a complicated name, you don't want to sound it out. You don't want to pronounce it. You don't want to sit here and take the time to actually get to know that person's name. Now, see, one of my coworkers, and I'm going to drop a clues bomb for him real quick, because he did something that most people do not do. 
right? Let me drop a clues bomb for my coworker. You feel me? Because he was like, I don't want to mispronounce your name. So how do you pronounce your name? When you ask me how to pronounce my name, that is taking initiative to actually get to know my name. Then I'll tell you how to, I'll give you the short version then, right? I'll be like, my name is Tyronza, so Tyronza, but you can just call me Ty. If you sit here and you're like, you try to pronounce my name, laziness, twice, you're just calling me Tyronza, period. You don't call me Ty, you call me Tyronza, seriously. Because the laziness behind it is just ridiculous, you feel me? And that's just what it is. You need to stop being lazy with um, students, with people who have unique names. Just because you have a basic name, let's be real, just because you have a basic name does not mean you have to sit here and shorten mine because it's not basic. No, I'm unique. Sorry that you're not. Anyway, no shade, shade. Um, but I just wanted to recap that. You feel me? Um, just embrace your names, guys. If you have those unique names, really get into people's asses if they do not sit here and pronounce your name right because your name is important. You feel me? You don't want nobody just calling you Tyrons. I don't I don't want people calling me Tyrons for the rest of my life because that's not my name. And if I have to check you about it and if you get an attitude, oh well, that's my name. You're gonna say it correctly. And that's that. You feel me? So I appreciate my coworker for taking the time out to ask how to pronounce my name because if I don't I don't I just I went for an interview, you know, this past week and the director of uh the the program was basically, you know, her name was, um, what, very um, Pakistani. It was a Pakistani name. And I said, how do you pronounce your name? Because I don't want to butcher it. So she was like, oh, no problem. You know, and it was this one. And it's how I used to pronounce it. So I was like, thank you so much. When you have a unique name, when you have a name you don't know, and if you can't sound it out or nothing, you ask. See, some of y'all are just afraid to ask. Stop being so damn cowardly. Sorry, shade, no shade. Okay, so let's briefly get into Kendrick Lamar real quick. So if you don't know, Kendrick Lamar had a concert. Um, I don't know what fest, you know, it's a lot of festivals going on through the summer. You know, the festivals are happening. And Kendrick Lamar had a um, a white um, a white fan on stage. She was a girl, a uh, white female on stage um, fan. And they were singing Mad City. Yeah, they were singing Mad City. And <laughs> it was wild because... She said the M word twice during the song. And um, he was like, the first time he told her, like, no, you know, don't don't do that. You know, just bleep it out. You know, just say, man down. Where you from, my, mm, you know? So she kind of said it again, and he took her off stage. Now, a lot of people are giving him flack for that, talking about, he, well, you should not never brought her up there, blah, 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 da, 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 da. Well, um, why is it so important? Like, why, why do all race, why do, you know, why do, if you didn't want her up there, you know, you should never, you know, you should never brought her up there because you know how it's going to be or, um, why should all races, I, I, I seen some of these questions. Why should all races, um, say the word, you know, nigga or blah, blah, blah. Like, why are black people still saying the word nigga if I can't say the word nigga, you know? And, you know, you have those trolls on, you know, Facebook, Twitter and everything like that. Here's my take on this. Listen, Kendrick Lamar did a great thing. Um, first of all, when he told you the first time not to say it, you shouldn't have said it, right? When he told you to bleep it out. Why is it so hard for 
white folks to no censorship, right? Why is it so hard for you to understand censorship? That censorship, you don't have the right, no race, no minority race has the right to use the word nigga, period, right? We all, I think we understand where this, where the word derives from, right? It derives from white people, you know, back in the day calling my people, my black kings and queens, you know, my ancestors, niggers, period. And they still do it to this day, right? So in a way that we kind of took the word, now, I, now I'm not going to say some of us don't just use the word just profusely. However, we took this word and we kind of switched the word and used it as a, as a term of endearment, you know, um, kind of a power you know, because when I say what's up, my nigga, to somebody or to my my bros or somebody, it's a, it's a, it's a what up, you know what I'm saying? It's like, my guy, what's the deal? I like, ah, my brother, you know what I'm saying? Like, my dude, you don't have that right. You don't have that right to, to, to say that. No, 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 no. I don't care if it's in a song. You better bleep it, right? Just like you bleep out cuss words, just as, as some of y'all don't cuss, and I mean all races, because I know a lot of y'all do not cuss. You will sit there and bleep the word out. Make that a cuss word, okay? Have it in your mind that the word nigga is a cuss word. Weak as it, you can't, right? I don't care what race you are, seriously. And if there's words, there are words in other races and other cultures that you will say, right? But we can't say. You understand what I'm saying? And the word nigga for us is a word that you just can't say. I'm not going to sit here and what? Um, what's a word? I'm trying to think of a word, but you'll you get my point. You get my point. I'm not about to sit here and, and, and disrespect you with a word that you kind of took as your own and using it in your culture, right? I'm not going to take that word and just continuously use it because it's going to disrespect you in a way. You're going to look at me like, what the fuck? Why are you using this word right now? It's how we feel. You continuously keep using this word as this as to sit here and say like, oh, well, why we can't use it? It's universal. No, it's not. It's not universal. Let me school you. It is not universal. So to all my white friends, minority friends who are not black, I love you. I love you with all my heart. And I dearly, sincerely, you know, continue our friendship. However, please don't say the word nigga. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't spray it. Just don't, right? That is our word. Let us have it. Whatever words that you have, you can have it. Act like nigga is a cuss word to you, all right? So drop a clues by for Kendrick Lamar real quick, you know what I'm saying? Because he did the right thing. He did the right thing. I'm, I'm not about to sit here and just discredit this, man. Like, he told her to get off the stage, man. Leave her alone. Leave her alone. All right, so the GDPR uh, privacy update just updated, and we just... um. Basically, the GDPR privacy settings is basically for all um, all the data that we collect, you know, for websites, um, for every entrepreneur who has a website right now, blog, everything. Um, we kind of have to make sure that our, our um, websites are privacy approved, basically. Um, so I just wanted to briefly say that any and everybody that subscribes to THC, um, my website, www.tyronzix.com, everybody that subscribes to it, your privacy is up to date. 
you, I, listen, I'm so busy in the day that I don't even know who email. Okay. Okay. I, I Listen, I, I'm so busy in the day. I don't know whose email is coming through. You feel what I'm saying? But to say that I am GDPR, uh, you know, certified and approved, whatever you want to call it, you know, privacy settings updated, you're good. You don't have to worry about your data getting leaked or anything like that. Even Wix, um, my, um, the uh, the foundation that I use for my website is GDPR approved. So I just want to let everybody know that your privacy settings are our number one priority. We will not sit here and use your data for anything else. I don't even know how to use that shit. I'm not tech savvy like that. You feel me? I'm tech savvy to a, a, a certain degree, maybe like level three, four, maybe. You know what I'm saying? If you, if you, if we talk about privacy settings and hacking and shit, that's probably at like maybe a nine, and I ain't even there yet. Like I ain't even there. So trust and believe me that your privacy is like so much to me because I understand. You feel me? I'm a fan of other blogs. I've subscribed to other blogs. I understand. I want my privacy safe too. So just like you, I'm not playing about privacy. So I just wanted to make sure and let everybody know who subscribed and who was going to subscribe that your data is completely safe, 100% secure. I don't know none of y'all birthday, social security numbers. Like I, I can really care less. So I just wanted to make that apparently clear. All right. Um, let's talk about Trump and Twitter really fast. So Trump, you know, these gas prices, y'all, these gas prices going up and I don't even drive a fucking car. And I'm just, I want to say, I'm sorry for everybody in these guys, on these gas prices, right? Like, I just wanted to put that out there. Like, God damn these gas prices. So Trump and Twitter, right? Y'all know Trump and Twitter go hand in hand now, you know what I'm saying? And a lot of people, and still a lot of y'all think this man's tweet, and think this man tweets, and I keep trying to tell y'all, this man does not tweet. He runs the fucking country. He does not tweet. I'm trying to let y'all know that he's literally paying somebody at least fifteen dollars to $20,000 a week to tweet for him, and that person, his assistant, or whoever is living lavish right now. You can, If you can tell by his Twitter accounts and his tweets over the past year, or two, his tweets have gotten more and more subtle, and then they'll go back out of hand. It's a flip-flopping. Um, it's like a roller coaster ride with his tweets. He's not tweeting, guys. Stop thinking about that. Now, a federal judge sat here and said that, um, or ruled that Trump cannot sit here and block people off Twitter anymore. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait a minute. <laughs> oh god wait a minute <laughs> oh wow wait 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 <laughs> can we get another cricket please because I'm just over you I'm over it like y'all see how Twitter is just really just his most important thing, right? I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying when I when I mean what I mean when I say he doesn't tweet. That does not mean he does not check Twitter, right? I'm just. It, it's so funny how the most important thing in our country right now is Trump and Twitter, right? Not the real world, like just explorations that we are going through right now struggles trials tribulations everything that we have going on not even in america 
but in the world right now. And what we're worried about, seriously, seriously, what we're worried about is Trump and Twitter. Seriously, the federal judge rules that he cannot block any more people off of Twitter. He can't block nobody. He can't block anybody. First of all, this and that should already be an indication of him not even using Twitter. Because he does not come blocking you. Come on. Now he has about like what? 40 million followers? He, you think he's going to go through and block all 40 million of you? Or at least half? Or at least a third? You think he's going to do that? He don't got the fucking time. Dude. Oh my God. Oh my God. Can we just not? Can we just not? Listen. This is stupid. Um, the fact that our president is putting more time into Twitter than he is into our actual country um, is not surprising, but, you know, we got to get through it. Um, but like I keep saying, Trump is Trump is a really great eye-opener for a lot of us um, because we took Obama for I think we took Obama for granted a little bit, a little bit. A lot of us thought, well, yeah, cause, because a lot of us thought we uh, Obama was going to cure racism for some shit. I don't, I don't get that. Like, a lot of y'all thought Obama was really going to cure racism in eight years. Dumb as hell. You're dumb as fuck. Like, I didn't like everything that Obama did, but he was a great friend. I look at, in my, in my lifetime, right? Because I haven't seen all 43 other presidents. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I wasn't old enough. So when I was old enough to vote, I literally considered... Barack Obama in my lifetime, my first president that I really got a handle on politics with. You feel what I'm saying? He made me understand politics. He made me sit here and want to study politics a little bit more on my own. You understand what I'm saying? So I'm not saying he did everything correct because not, not every president does that shit. Just let's, let's go back down the line now. However, what I'm saying is a lot of my black brothers and sisters sat here and really, really thought that this man was going to be the black superhero for racism. And what we forgot to actually understand is that when you go into a sea of white sharks, they will not let you sit there and move. He was a black man in the office. They didn't want to say that, though. Did y'all catch that? They never wanted to say he was a black man in the office. Oh, he he has a... A black father and a white mother. He's a black man. The fuck? I don't give a fuck about what you got to say. But, you know, as the black community, we thought, we, and, and we still kind of discrediting him. Oh, he didn't do enough for black folks. Bro, he tried. Okay? He did. He probably did more than any. Pfft, let's not go there. That's all another topic for another day. But Trump and Twitter, stupid. We need to focus on more shit. Okay, like he he's not blocking, you know, everybody and anybody. You know what I'm saying? Like he's not tweeting, guys. I just want I just want that to be known. Seriously, I think a lot of y'all are not understanding this. I just really want that to be. He's not fucking tweeting, and he's not damn near blocking you. It's the person that he's paying twenty to twenty five thousand a week for. Why? Because his Twitter is the. Is the epicenter of like everything that he's doing. Literally, his press conferences are over Twitter. Come on now. Like when your press conferences are damn near over Twitter, you don't need one. So we're done with Trump. I don't even like talking about him on my podcast for real, for real. If you're actually listening, 
If you actually listen to the podcast for real, for real, you know I don't like talking about this nigga for real. So let's talk about these school shootings for a minute. Um, it's been a lot of school shootings over the week, man. I, I can't even recount, and I'm I, mm, mm. I can't even recount how many school shootings I like got to my phone from CNN and the news app. It's just so many, and my heart is heavy. You know. My heart is really heavy because it's scary. It's scary. Like, I can't sit here and, like, it it really, it really puts a a burden on my heart to, to, to know that so many kids, so many kids, kids, y'all, are dying out here just because people don't have sense or... People just want to sit here and have guns and go shoot and go kill. And it's it's killing me. People, it's killing me. We had about, what, three to four this week? Maybe two? Three? To, I, I believe it was three to four that came through my phone this week. And, and it just sickened me. Sickened me. It sickened me. I'm like, are y'all doing this on a trend? Is this a trend? No, we got... But we got kids fucking dying. This ain't no trend. This is death. This is death. My heart hurts. My heart hurts for the families. What? My heart. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. You wildin' to me. You wildin'. It's ridiculous. Like, I don't. mm. Like, seriously, y'all. It hurts. It really does hurt because I see what my mom talks about. You feel me? Even now, I see what she talking about. And these are not just on high school campuses, guys. These are on college campuses. These are on high school campuses. These are on middle school campuses. They're everywhere. You wonder why our parents are so damn overprotective now? You see why? Like, I get where parents are coming from. You see what I'm saying? Like, a lot of us are like, you know, we don't understand why our parents are so overprotective nowadays, why they don't want us going out and blah, 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 blah. Dude, it's because of this shit. What they see in the media, and I know the media is a fabrication sometimes, but dude, these are school shootings. Those aren't fabrications. When you see that, that shit hurts. When you see that, no matter no matter how the media spins it or shit, somebody passed. Somebody died getting shot at a school when they were there to fucking learn. You feel what I'm saying? You feel me? So I just want to send my... my, uh, I don't even want to say condolences. I just want to... It's just more... We just have to... I don't don't know. I don't know, y'all. I don't even know. I don't know. It's like I want to do more, but I don't know how to do more. I don't want to send condolences, but that's the only feel, that's the only thing that I, I, I can say right now. I don't just don't want to send condolences though, because that's just that's I remember saying this on a, on a past show. Like I, I'm I'm sick of sending condolences. We 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 have to do something. It, we have to. The, the, these guns got to stop. Period. We we got to do something. Something has to something has to move. I don't know, and I would love to sit down with some some intelligent individuals to talk about what we can do to sit here and try to prevent more of this shit from happening prevent not stop you feel me because i don't feel like it's going to stop 
I feel like it's become now a trend for real, for real. And I hate to say it like that, but it's really become a trend now. And it's sickening. It's really sickening. So my heart goes out to the families who have lost um, those kids over the week, um, those shootings. Um, yeah, man, we just, I just, I just want to do more, more than, I just want to do more. It's, 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 it hurts. You feel me? Like, you know, I, I have too many, I, I, listen, I just found out I became an uncle. You feel me? Like, shout out to my bros, shout out to my, uh, my blood brothers, Janelle, Josh, and, uh, Henry. Forgot my, Josh gonna kill me, but I forgot about, listen, everybody know that I got two brothers on my dad's side. I forgot I had a third. Look, he, he gonna kill me too. No, seriously. But I want to give him a shout out because I just found out that a nigga was an uncle. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I, like a lot of y'all call me Papa Ty, Uncle Ty. No, seriously, I'm an uncle now. I have a niece and a nephew. You hear me? Like, I just found out I have a niece and a nephew down south in Florida. You know, if you know me, I'm, I'm I was born in Florida. Uh, moved to Detroit, but just found out I have a niece and nephew. You feel me? I'm an uncle for real. So now my whole dynamic has changed. My whole, my whole mindset has changed. And when I when I think about these school shooters, I don't. I, I think about them. I think about them. They're happening down south. I think about them. It, it, it kills me. And then when I think about my brother, I know his mind is like. No, I want to. I, I probably want to homeschool y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, ugh, it's just wow. So, I'm I'm now in a mind state where I just I want to do more because it's just now like I'm Uncle Ty and I don't want to see my niece and nephew. I, I haven't even seen my nieces and nephews. I don't want to see them. You know what I'm saying? And I don't want to hear on the news that they've passed because of a school shooting. That, that's something I don't want to hear. Even though I have not met them, that's all love right there. I don't want to sit there and hear that because that will break me. That will break my fucking heart. You understand what I'm saying? So let's just, uh, uh, it's sick. It's sick. Let's move away from this topic, please. Please, please. Um, let's talk about the NBA playoffs, y'all. Wow. Has this conference finals been a Now, one week ago today, I told y'all that the Cavs were going to win in seven and that Houston was going to win in seven. I said it. I said it. And now we are at the pinnacle of where we're at at the conference finals. Now, <laughs> Damn. I don't want Golden State in the fucking finals. I want Chris Paul to win his first ring. And it's nothing against Golden State. But I've seen how Chris Paul has been playing, excuse me, in these conference finals, and he's out. He was out for game six, and they blew it. James Harden blew. James Harden, you're choke Harden. Do you hear what I'm saying? I hope you hear this. You are choke Harden, bro. You are choke Harden. What is up with you in the playoffs? Like, you you want to sit here and be dinged the, the, the MVP. Bro, you ain't even putting up points. You ain't doing shit. Where are you? Where are 
are you? Where are you, bro? Like, I, I need to find you. Like, what? APB on James Harden's game. Because that 60 point game, we need that bitch in the playoffs, bro. So if you gonna see here, listen, Chris Paul is highly hot. It's 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 a high possibility that Chris Paul won't be playing for Game Seven. It's a high possibility. It's a high possibility. But if Chris Paul does play for Game Seven, I'm still with Houston in seven because. Obviously, Chris Paul is the facilitator, the bull, the the head honcho on that team. James Harden, you, I can see. Like if 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 Chris Paul is out for Game Seven, Golden State's winning the conference finals. That's just it. If you watch Game Six, Game Six was horrible. It's horrible. It's a horrible game, and James Harden sucked. Sucked. Can't do shit. You feel me? He's a shell of himself. And I'm like, bro, you want to? You want the MVP? You want MVP? But you playing like a three star, two star player? Nah, bro. I don't know if I can give it to you. Um, but I'm still. If, if Chris Paul comes back, I'm still going with the Houston and seven man. Cause I really feel like they can do it. I really want Chris Paul to win his first ring. I really do. I really want Chris Paul to win his first ring. But um. At the expense of uh, Choke James, Choke James Harden, Choke Harden. I don't know, bro. I don't know. But, um, yeah, if Chris Paul is out for game seven, Golden State's going to the finals. So, let's talk about the Cavs, man. Listen, this series has been a wild one, okay? I I did not think this was going to go seven for real. But we're looking at, um, we're looking at, Game seven between the Cavs and the Celtics. And you know they they, they lose at, at and you know Boston Garden, that place is a is a shit show. They go crazy. You feel me? Sold out, they 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 scream, they yell, it's hot, they look hot, they just look hot. You feel me? I don't know what it is, but I feel like LeBron is not going to let Boston win this game. They play tonight at 8.30, I believe, and I don't think they're going to let this let this game slide. They're going to play. But um, it's going to be Cavs and seven. Cavs and seven. But I would not be surprised if Boston won. Let me say that. I would not be surprised if Boston won, but it will be Cavs in seven. So my NBA Finals pick will be Houston... And the Cavs, we'll see how that runs, okay? But if Chris Paul does not come, it will be GSW and the Cavs for a fourth time. You feel me? And I'm at, I asked a lot of people, like, would you would you watch Houston and Boston if that sort of came through? And a lot of people would be like, that's different, but that's a boring type of series. Oh. So would you want boring and different or exciting and the same? Hmm. Exciting and the same, maybe, or different but boring. Interesting. But like I said, I got the Cavs in seven and Houston in seven. And I'm I'm sticking with them. 
So uh, the NBA playoffs continue tonight, y'all. The Cavs and Celtics tonight. And then I believe it's going to be Golden State and Houston on Monday. So just get ready for those, bro. Just get ready for those. Um, I want to talk about Morgan Freeman. Um, they're trying to come for my man's head. They're trying to come for his head. They're trying to come for Becky. Um, TV show Beck, TV, um, TV Becky trying to come for my uh, Morgan Freeman head. Like, if y'all don't leave him alone, he li- listen. Bill Cosby was one thing, okay. Morgan Freeman is another. Period. If y'all know me, I love me some Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman is my black Jesus. He's Jesus to me. And in real form, he's Jesus. I'm sorry. He didn't play too many God forms. No, literally. He didn't play too many God forms for me not to know, for me not to believe that literally God sent him down here as as the black form of Jesus. Literally. He does not, he's not dying. He's not dying. You feel me? He's been alive for damn near since Jesus. (laughs) Okay, he don't age. He don't sit here and get old. Right? He don't get young, but he sit on he go, he looks stagnant. He stays stagnant. Okay? It looked like he healthy as an ox, but he just stays stagnant. And um he's been accused of um sexual harassment or sexual assault allegations. Now if it's true, if it's true, then yes. I guess cut into him, right? But if I just I don't believe it. I'm not I'm not gonna say I'm not I'm not. I'm going to sit here and say, I don't believe it. If you watch the video of TV Becky sitting here explaining what the fuck happened, literally, he said a joke, right? He said a joke, and I don't know if it got taken out of context or something as something of which, but the she's like, well, if you see his body language and the way he looked me up and down... He literally didn't look her up and down. Nowhere. His body language was literally standing still with his legs crossed. Like, dude was just chilling. And I'm sitting there like, where was the sexual harassment at? Maybe I'm missing it. Am I, am I blind? Maybe I need my glasses, but I don't wear them because I have 20-20 vision. So maybe I need to zoom in with my eyes because I don't see shit, TV Becky. God damn, like, what is up? I don't I don't know if y'all are trying to sit here and just just and just 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 troll. Cause you know when a white woman says something about a black man, oh everybody gotta listen. Everybody gotta listen. Everybody has to listen. Who's whose side are we going to damn near take? White community is gonna take the white woman's side. Oh my god, he did what? Don't even know all the story. Doesn't know his side because her side basically is the truth and nothing but the truth. So help me freaking God. And he doesn't have a say so. No, y'all not going to do that with Morgan Freeman. Y'all not going to do it with him. Not today. Not today. Not today. Not any other day. Not tomorrow. Not this week. Not next week. Not next month. Not next year. You're not about to do it. You're not. You're not about to do it. TV Becky, you're not about to do it. So sit your ass down. When you can come with some concrete evidence, okay? Because I'm sick of this shit not being concrete evidence, okay? Y'all just sitting here showing us videos, and these videos are not concrete, okay? So 
leave my leave Morgan Freeman alone. And on the topic of it, Harvey Weinstein turned himself in this past week and was let out on a million dollars worth of bail. That's 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 a whoa. That's a big bail. That's wow. But he did turn himself in. Um, if you don't know, Harvey Weinstein was accused of sexual assault for real. And women came forth. Okay? A lot of them. And they didn't get them like, like Bill Cosby. Come on now. Concrete. They came with concrete. But they didn't want to come. Listen, don't, don't, don't get me hot. Don't get me hot. Hot. Boy, I throw this damn computer. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, dog, like, he got let out on bail. You feel me? And you know bail is only 10%. Y'all know that, right? Like, seriously. So you don't think this man don't have $100,000 sent somewhere? Go get the bail money. I knew this was going to come sooner or later. Got let out. <laughs> bill Cosby getting convicted next uh, in September, I believe. Come on now. Uh, where's the balance of power? Exactly. Let me move on. Um, Pusha T versus Drake, y'all. Whoa. So the summer has blessed us, I guess, with a new um, with a new rap beef. You feel me? You know, we had Meek Mill and Drake, you know, back to back, back in like 2016. And now we have Pusha T and Drake. Um Drake just put out his diss track to Pusha T, and it's really going viral. It's really dope as well. Um, Pusha T just put out his album, and I liked it. Really good. Um, here's my thing about this damn beef. Y'all friends for real in real life. Y'all ain't beefing for real. I, I don't even know why we have rap beefs for real. Rap beefs don't. I, stop. Please stop it. Please. Please. Like, seriously, y'all just giving us something to be entertained. I'm not here to be entertained. If you really don't like this nigga, make a, make a diss song and say that you don't like this nigga. But I just don't feel like y'all just don't. Like, like I don't know. Like, rap beat, when I when I heard diss tracks back in the day from, like, Nas and Jay-Z and, like, Joe Budden versus everybody, you feel me? Like, those are real. You feel me? Like, those were hard-ass bars. And I'm not saying push a... It's not a lyrical genius because he is. And I'm not saying Drake doesn't have bars because he does as well. He's a great battle rapper um, on both sides. However, I don't really think that this is a beef. Seriously, if you watch Pusha T's Breakfast Club interview, he was like, oh, that's cute. You feel me? Like, same. And and and, and I would feel the same. Like, I, I don't like some of y'all just, just hyping Drake up because it's Drake. Shut the fuck up. Okay, I love Drake to a to a T, but I'm not about to sit this in here, sit here and hype this nigga up for every song that this nigga put out. Shut the fuck up! Shut the fuck up! You feel me? Because I'm gonna say this now: if his album is not fire when it come out in June, I'm dragging it. Okay, as a fan, as a true fan, I'm dragging it because I've been listening to you for damn near 12, 14 years, and if your album is not fire. I'm going to drag it. And that's just with every artist that I'm really, really good with. J. Cole, I said the same thing about Cole. If his album, I I literally, before his album came out, I was like, I need a Cole album. And if it's not fire, I'm going to drag it. He came out with an album and it was fire. Now, is, did, was it going to do the numbers that Drake is going to do? No, because Drake is on a whole nother tier. 
than him. He has bigger, a more bigger fan base than him. He's crossed over into another realm than J. Cole. However, J. Cole is still that guy. You feel me? His album, um, K.O.D. was fire. So I'm saying this now. If Drake's new album is not fire, I'm dragging that bitch. And I don't give a damn what the hell you got to say. Fight me. <laughs> like, y'all, some of y'all just literally sit here and say, oh, Drake, this shit fire. Just because it's Drake. Shut the fuck up. You don't even know. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. You feel me? Because Pusher's hard. Which I forget. First of y'all, some, some of y'all just know Drake and don't know Pusher. You feel me? Some of y'all just love Drake and don't love Pusher and just sit here and be like, oh, Drake, body that nigga. Yeah, yeah, he bodied that nigga. Okay, yes, I do give him a one zero zip to Pusher, but don't let Pusher T fool you. Don't let Pusher T fool you. I've been listening to him for a long time as well. Don't let him fool you. Oh, oh, y'all didn't think I listened to hip hop. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. It was a late, I was a late bloomer into hip hop. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> don't get it twisted. I still listen to. It. Yeah, some of y'all be like, oh, this nigga listen to R and B music. You absolutely right. R and B music, rap. Um, pop, like I'm the type of nigga that would listen to Sean Mendez and then put on some cash out, uh, Doughboy's cash out. I'm the type of nigga that would put on Bruno Mars and then sit here and hit you with some Nas. Don't fuck with me. Like my music is very well versed, very well versed. You feel me? Don't play. But getting back into the topic, stop. Like literally. Drake, this is not a beef to me. I don't, I don't, I don't see the beef here. I don't see the beef here. The the way I see it is just an elevation of game. Seriously, like Pusha T is the president of good music. You feel me? Like he just put an album out which was very very dope. Um, and then Drake's album is coming out in June. You feel me? And he was on the Breakfast Club interview, and he, you know, he said, that's cute. That's cool. You know, he in his tier. He, he doing his thing. And the thing is, Pusha wasn't worried about it. That's what it was. Right? Pusha's not worried about it. I don't see it as a beef. I just see it as some as, as an elevational game. You know what I'm saying? Let me talk shit about you so, you know, people will know who you are. Because like I said, a lot of y'all sit here and are just siding with Drake because you don't know who Pusha T is. Y'all don't know who Pusha T is. Y'all, y'all, a lot of y'all just think, a lot of y'all new fans of Drake just think that Pusha T is just somebody who just came up. A lot of y'all think that. A lot of y'all new fans who are on this new wave, you know what I'm saying? A lot of y'all who like the internet kings of rap, you know, um, just think that everybody who was, who are like, quote unquote, as y'all call them, underground rappers, no. They're at the top tier, really, but they just don't put out a lot of music. Pusha T been putting out some music for a minute. He's just the president of good music and is making coins. If I was the president of good music, too, I would be making coins. You feel me? And then put out an album whenever I want to. But I don't really see it as a beef. But shout out to both of them. You know what I'm saying? Uh, shout out to Pusha T for his album. Shout out to Drake. Like I said, if Drake's album is not fire in June, y'all, I will drag it out. I don't give a fuck what everybody got to say about it. You feel me? Oh, Drake did it. Drake did it. And Drake, shut up, shut up, shut up. Okay? Drake is a phenomenal artist. 
and he got bars. But a lot of y'all are just sitting here saying Drake body because y'all don't know what's going on. Drake did body that shit, though. I will say that. Drake did body him. So I'm waiting for Pusha T to come out. But a lot of y'all are just sitting here riding his dick. Get off of it. Okay? Just get off. Damn. Um, Let's see. The bag has been secured, guys. The bag has been secured. And what do I mean, guys? What do I mean? What do I mean about being the bag is secured? Now, I'm not saying my bag has been secured because I'm still collecting shit. But the bag for LeVar Ball's family has been secured. Lonzo's, uh, so Lonzo's girlfriend, Lonzo Ball, if you don't know who Lonzo Ball is, Lonzo Ball is the point guard for the uh, Los Angeles Lakers who had a horrible season this past season. I will say that again. Horrible season this past season. Let me give him a, um, a good boo. You feel me? Period. Period. Because you had a horrible season coming at number two in the draft. Horrible season. Horrible. Just period. Horrible. Um, but shout out to Lonzo Ball. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but just a horrible season. Um, but he is expecting his first child. Whoa. Oh, my goodness. Expecting a child. Let's give an audience hand clap. Oh, my goodness. Congratulations to Lonzo Ball and his girlfriend. Um, they are expecting his first child, and she has now secured the bag. So, her bag is greatly secured. It is there. She is she is about to live and eat great. Okay? So, our MVP of the week, like I said, is the 85 South Show with Carlos Miller, Chico Bing, and DC Young Fly. Listen, y'all need to download this podcast because it is probably becoming one of my favorite podcasts right now. And I watch the live shows as well, too, because I think they post them on YouTube. I try to catch them as many times as I can. Bro, these three brothers right here are three brothers who are probably going to take a, take over the comedy game in about a, the next, like, they're going to be the new kings of comedy in the next, like, five, maybe four years. Give them some time. Give it some time. Probably even, probably even less than that. You feel me? They are funny as hell. It's authentic, too. A lot of, uh, me, I love authenticity. And if you are authentic in your shit, oh, my God. It's amazing, bro. Like, these guys are hilarious. Like, you see them on Wild and Out and shit, but when you hear them and see them on the 85 South show, bro, it's lit. So I just wanted to get them the MVP of the week because they are dope as hell. They had me dying this morning, dying all week. Like, literally, when I need a laugh, I literally go to the 85 South show Instagram or their podcast, turn it on, and just listen to these fools crack jokes. And it is hilarious. Like, I love Carlos Miller. I love Chico Ben. I love DC Young Fly. I love them all. So keep doing what y'all doing, fellas, with the 85 South Show. That's going to be a big show. It's already a big show, but I, I, ooh, ooh, man, listen, that's dope as hell. So, biggest loser of the week, though, is Corey David Burfield. Now, who the hell is Corey David Burfield? Well, Corey David Burfield was a student at a high school who senses sent who beat his um black teacher senseless 
um, in the school and basically was released um, the next day uh, without bail. You know, so they didn't have to put in, you know, he was released um, with no charges brought against him or anything like that. Go look up the story. Um, He did not. Basically, the whole story was, you know, he beat his teacher senseless to the point where he was unconscious, you know, and uh, he got released the next day with no with no criminal charges, you know, filed against him. And I wanted to give him the biggest loser of the week. So. Corey David Burfield, that's just wrong. Like, what is wrong with y'all? What is wrong? Like, this is what I'm saying. In the school, we beating teachers senseless. That's how we doing it? Sheesh. Y'all are wild. Y'all are wild. In a minute, I was going to give it to the lady who was dancing in the uh, hospital. You feel me? While she was doing surgery. You feel me? It was a black lady. Listen, black lady um, was dancing. Uh... In the surgery room while she was doing surgery on somebody. Okay, now listen. I, I done seen a lot of shit. <laughs> I done seen a lot of shit. But that's one thing I have not seen. While I got my stomach cut open, you want to sit here and shake your ass and twerk to call to be while a knife is on my artery. Girl! Give, give her some crickets. Give her some fucking crickets. We need some crickets. What a cricket? Period. Like, what the fuck? Give you a boo, too. Give you a boo to both of y'all motherfuckers. Because y'all crazy as hell. Like, no. But uh, we're going to take a five-minute break really quick. And we're going to come back for the 13 Reasons uh, Season 2 review for the second half of the show. So we're going to come back, take a five-minute break, you know, decom- decompress and everything. Because it's about to get real in a minute. So go ahead, take take a take a five-minute break. We'll be back. This is the Opinionated Brother Podcast with your boy, Devontae. All right, guys, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? We are back. We are back again for the Opinionated Brother Podcast, second half of the show, the Opinionated Topic of the Week. And we are talking about 13 Reasons Why Season 2. So if you would like to just stop this, because I will be talking about it for the next probably 20, 25 minutes. Um, If you would like to stop, you know, and not listen, that is, you are more than welcome to. Um, so you better pause right now. Um, so let's get into it, man. Let's get into it. Like, so if you don't know what 13 Reasons Why, um, 13 Reasons Why, uh, originally is a book. Um, I forgot the author's name, but it's originally a book and it was turned into a series on Netflix. Um, season one was a, uh, basically a, a, a opener into the life of, uh, what's her name? Jesus. Oh, Lord. I for, I don't forgot the girl name now. Um, I don't want to say Sam because that's his basic, right? Look, but I feel like it is Sam. But it was a, it was an introduction into um, a girl at high school um, about, you know, her killing herself, um, taking her own life and committing suicide. And she basically made 13 tapes on the reasons why she killed herself and uh oh hannah there we go hannah baker hannah baker boom miss hannah baker right so miss hannah baker is i don't want to say the main character but damn near one 
damn near the main character of the show, and she she's the one who commits um who commits suicide on herself. And um, in the first season, you see that she has these thirteen tapes, and you know um, every tape has somebody on it, and it's a reason why. Um, it tells her story, you know what I'm saying? Now, when I say her, I'm going to elaborate. Um, she tells her story, how she felt, you know, about everybody and everything. Each tape had a person, um, that she either cared for, that she liked, um, one of her old friends. And you see through the whole show how basically, um, you know, how she went about, um, just the whole, um, basically committing suicide to herself. And it would, it ranged from, um, jock, it ranged from people who were jocks to, to, to people who were, you know, considered the weirdos that were on the tapes, um, to even people, you know, like, like Clay, you know, Clay Jensen, who really, really liked her. And, she just tell her story through season one, through the 13 tapes. Now, season two, I'm not even going to lie to y'all. I did not think that 13 Reasons was going to come out with a season two. Honestly, I really didn't. I really did not think that 13 Reasons was going to come out with a season two because season one to me was intense. It was, it was, it was intense, and I'm glad that they sat here and brought light to the situation of suicide, suicide awareness, um, and introducing mental health awareness um, mental health into the forefront now this is where shit got intense season two really 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 harped on mental health and mental illness it was intense from the first episode to the 13th episode you think that you are done right you think that the the, the 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 ghost of Hannah Baker is gone, right? You think that she's you think that the tapes are good, everything's good around, you know, Liberty High School, you think everything is fine. And then no, season two says, no, we're not even done yet. This is not even through. You feel me? Because what we have to understand is Bryce never got convicted. If you watch the ending of season one's episode, 13, the 13th episode of season one, you see that Tony gives the tapes to Hannah's parents, right? Gives them a flash drive of the tapes and they start listening to her tapes, right? And Tony gives those tapes, uh, gives the flash drive to them. Um, we see that, you know, Things are about to come to a head. You don't know if it's a season two coming, but you know that something is about to happen, right? And I didn't really expect them to have a season a season two because the book only covered that part, right? The book only really covered that aspect of, you know, the show. Come season two, right? Now, now Ford is in season two. We're getting into the nitty gritty. Right, Hannah's mom is now divorced. She is well separated, and now the parents want to get a divorce. Um, because of the death of Hannah, it takes a toll on both of them. Right, we we see parental um dysfunction in the family when it comes to Hannah and her her parents. We see the um the disconnect. Um, we see infidelity. You know, um, 
it, it was just a lot of stories that were left out. We, 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 it, it was a lot of fillers that were filled in, right? So one thing that I, I, I found interesting um, was that Hannah left out a lot, a lot, and I mean a lot of shit in those takes. And when you're watching 13 Reasons, you're like, well, what the fuck, Hannah? You didn't say that shit in the tape. You didn't say that shit in the tape. Why didn't you say that? One of the things was she had sex with um, Zach Dempsey, right? She lost her virginity to Zach Dempsey. When you see that, you're like, what? What do you mean? What? What is that? What, what are you doing? You didn't say that in the tape. Like, you know, when when a, when a show can get you in your emotions and your feelings like this, it's a good show. You know, it's it's a good show, and, and it gets you riled up, right? So one of the biggest things for me was Hannah Hannah's fillers, right? She left out a lot of details, a lot of details, and finding out that you know she lost her virginity to Zach, or um. Basically that, you know, Jessica and Alex really, really liked each other and didn't really want to tell Hannah. We knew that, right? But it was to a certain extent, you know, like Alex was just being very mean at a time. And, um, you know, everybody's, everybody's new, these, these new secrets, because now we're going to trial. Right. There's a trial between the school, the board of the board of education, uh, board of education for Liberty High School. Right. It's Liberty High School versus Hannah's parents. Well, Hannah's mom. Right. Hannah, uh, Hannah's mom uh, hires a lawyer and she's going after the school, basically blaming them for negligence. Right. You do not take care of my daughter. You do not see the signs, basically. And the crazy thing is, if you if you listen to tape 12. That's the tape where um, the counselor, you know, says basically, um, basically kind of downplays the whole situation of her rape, you know, her getting raped by Bryce and was, you know, he, he even looks back at it and he's, and he's hurt, right? He's hurt. He's, 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 he's hurt. He's has all these emotions in his system because a lot of people, a lot, when suicide happens, you see, when the suicide happens, you see that everybody is still affected, right? It's five months past and everybody is still affected. Why? Because now we're going to trial. Now people are going to testify and it's on both sides, right? We have Tony who testifies for the, uh, for the school. We have most of, most of the people on Hannah's tapes who are testifying for um, for Hannah. And the only one really to tell the truth, for real, for real, was Clay and Tyler, right? You know, Tyler gets up on the stands because he knows. He knows the, the essence of being bullied, right? We, we, we get into the, oh my God, the bullying, the bullying notion takes a whole nother turn. Right, I think we did a whole nother. I think it elevated, and I and I give and I and I and I and I applaud. You know what? I want to drop an applause for them because literally, no, seriously, they, they literally took bullying, mental health, um, and sexual 
harassment and awareness to a whole nother level. I think they elevated it even more in season two. And I think that's where the uncomfortable part for everybody came is because they elevated it so much and it was and it and it felt real, right? Because sometimes because what we don't understand is that that reality is our reality that sometimes we live in, that people live in on college campuses, on high school campuses, hell, on middle school campuses now. You understand what I'm saying? So it got to a point where you have now a divide. Somebody's trying to not have people talk, right? So let's say the counselor gets a, a brick thrown through his uh, his car windshield because they don't want him to talk for real. You know, he goes on trial. Every person that is about to go on the stand gets a reminder, you better not say shit. You better shut your mouth. So Alex was a Alex didn't couldn't go on stand because if you knew Alex, um Alex shot himself in the head and um in season one and really couldn't maneuver through season two really but he was trying to remember what happened who did it and in the last few episodes alex remembers who is fucking with them right who keeps sitting here throwing shit through their window who's trying to divide um this group because hannah's death not only sits here and this just rediscovers truth in everybody but it brings everybody together at the end seriously um but it it was still division between people um i think the one of the people that i was most um really really connected with was zach dempsey seriously um he's one of my favorites he's one of my favorite characters out of the show um especially this season um because he just you know through through the through the whole season one i did not like zach i will say that i did not like zach at all zach he he just put on a face and it was just you know i'm just here so i can make it but through this season you got to see a lot more of zach as zach right and zach was really in this pinnacle of trying to find which road he was trying to go down and at a point he just said fuck it i'm gonna just go down my road fuck everybody in this bitch i'm tired of sitting here looking like the rapist because i'm not the rapist bryce the rapist and all of his teammates right are like we're not rapists bryce you are you feel me then we get to the clubhouse y'all the clubhouse oh my god the clubhouse and the polaroids Oh, first of all, I didn't even know why we were using Polaroids, right? We're like, why the fuck? Are I... Because when you when you start to see the, the first two episodes, three episodes, Clay gets Polaroids in his locker. And it says Hannah wasn't the only one. And it's Bryce on top of another girl. Well, who the fuck keep putting these motherfuckers in his locker? And they keep putting it on his windshield. Oh, Clay has a girlfriend, too, in the first few episodes. You know what I'm saying? He's with the the girl with the tattoos that he met in season, you know, at the end of season two, you know, he's with her. And the crazy thing is, is he can't really have a relationship because he didn't let Hannah go. A lot of people didn't let Hannah go. A lot of them didn't. And even her parents. And everybody's trying to play the blame game for how Hannah died. 
who committed her suicide. Like, but at the end of the day, it's everybody's fault, right? And that was, at, and and that's a hard thing to. That's a hard pill to swallow. That's a hard pill to swallow, and 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 you and you see that through the series. You see that through every episode. You see it as a hard pill to swallow for people to understand that yes, we killed this girl. We fucked her up. We just were not nice to her, but she was a good friend to us. And now you feel that that guilt, right? Because now I can't say I'm sorry. I can't say, oh my God, I'm sorry, Hannah. It's just fucked up. So what you see through the series going forward is that all this dysfunction and chaos turns into a lot more dysfunction and chaos. Bryce right? Bryce was an ass. I hated Bryce through the whole damn series. I, and that's how you know a show is good. When I hate your character, you're a good one. You're a good actor. Here's the thing. Bryce literally is the epitome of white privilege and white supremacy. You understand what I'm saying? He's the epitome of white privilege. Now, I like how they kind of sat there and, um, if you watched closely, if you watched really closely, if you watched it, if you watched it already, if you watched closely, the power struggle and the power dynamic between black privilege, right, and white privilege is very, very, um, very, very seen through those last few episodes, really, because Mark is, um, you know, his dad is a congressman. He's a student body president. You know, he doesn't want to get his hands dirty in anything, you know what I'm saying? Because his dad is the epitome of black privilege. Kind of an Uncle Tom type dude. You know what I'm saying? Really, like, I have money. You know, I look down at all of you other black people as peasants, you know, who don't have money, basically, in a very Uncle Tomish type of way. Well, you kind of see the, the power dynamic and the power struggle between white privilege and black privilege, you actually see that black privilege does not mean shit to white privilege, right? Because Marcus gets on the stands and, you know, he kind of, quote unquote, helps Bryce. But what does Bryce do? Bryce says, why the fuck did you drag my name in the shit, right? I don't want you to drag it in it anyway, you know what I'm saying? And... Marcus then gets blackmailed by Tyler and his friends, but he at this time Marcus doesn't know. He gets blackmailed and say, "Hey, it's either you or Bryce," and Marcus has to choose. Of course, Marcus is going to choose his dad, but he already knows that everything leading up to this point is going to fuck him over, fuck his family over, right? So you see how the worry. In the black privilege household compared to the white privilege household, because everything that was against Bryce, his mom was the one to sit there and be like, you're disgusting. I didn't raise you like that. But then Bryce made a point. He was like, you didn't raise me at all, basically. I've been a, I've been single in this house for years. Y'all haven't raised me. You know, because he, 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 he literally sat there with his mom the last few episodes, like that last, that last episode, that second to, uh, episode 12, damn it. <laughs> um, he, his mom was just like, 
what did you do to that girl, basically? And he was like, you want to know, Mom? I took her from behind, basically. I took her from behind and I thrusted my dick in front in her. And I liked every bit of it. And she smacked him. She was like, you have brought shame to this family. You know? Basically, like, and he's like, you know what? Don't even matter. Shame to what? I don't care. Right? Bryce transfers to another school. Marcus, his life is probably in shambles. So the dynamic between black privilege and white privilege, you see that through 13 Reasons as well. But the thing that got me, um, the thing that got me, uh, I think my favorite part of the series as a whole was to see how everybody came together. I was so happy to see Justin back, right? Justin was kind of my favorite because I knew he was just a lost puppy under Bryce. And Justin found his voice, right, in this series. I loved it. Justin found his voice and he found a new brother in Clay, right? He found a new brother in Clay. Now, yeah, he was a heroin addict. He was going through, he loved Jess, you know, and he let Jess down. He didn't just let Hannah down. He let Jess down. You know, so it's like a double whammy. Boom, boom. You know, you 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 saw your, you basically let your girlfriend, quote unquote, get raped, you know, because you were scared. It was either between you or your best friend, you know, in that situation. You know, in that situation, what do you do? Because you don't have no friends for real. You know, you're trying to put up a face, but also that's your girlfriend in there and you hear her. What do you do? So you you deal with that. You have to deal with that, you know? And it, it was it was rough. You know, Justin was probably one of my favorites as well. Jessica was definitely my favorite. The way she dealt with everything. Um ugh, the way she dealt with everything was was amazing. Right? It was amazing. Um I give her so many I give her so much props. Because she was so strong. She 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 kept it. I know she kept it in. And Bryce's new girlfriend, Chloe, was trying to, you know, just discredit her. Her her basically her story about her getting raped and everything, blah, blah, blah. When in all actuality, Chloe got raped by Bryce too. Right? And and there were boxes of Polaroids in the clubhouse. The clubhouse was... Ba- Let's get to the clubhouse real quick. The clubhouse was basically where all the jocks on the baseball team went, took pictures of these women, and Bryce got them drunk or high or both, and he raped him, right? Unconsciously. You feel me? He's a sex addict, you know? And he didn't care, period. He didn't care. If you've seen the episodes, like, Chloe's like... Yo, I just want to watch the movie. We're just, we're just about to have sex? Okay, for sure, I guess. And, and, you know, it's not consent, you know? And when you get up on the stand, right, you can see how Chloe was all, you know, she wasn't nervous, but she was ready to testify. And when she looked at Bryce, you saw the terror. You saw the fear. You saw it right there. And that's why I hate when people say, Oh, we need more women to speak up. If you watch 13 Reasons, that's what happens. That's what happens. It's hard for women to speak up about shit like that. And you cannot sit here and tell, and you cannot sit there and tell them you have to speak up. No. 
Because let your ass get raped. Let your ass get raped and shit. I don't think it's going to be easy for you to speak up so fucking soon. So fucking quickly. But for those who have found this, that found the strength like Jessica, because it took Jessica a long time to muster up that kind of strength to go to the police and say, yes, Bryce did this to me. And even in the losing effort of Hannah's um, whole case of losing it, Bryce got arrested. He only got three months probation, right? So, you, you like I said, you see the, 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 the privilege of white privilege, right? Three months probation, gets transferred to another school, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, like it's nothing, right? But the it, it, everything through this whole series, through this whole season was emotional. I think I cried. I think I yelled at the, the my computer screen i think i almost threw this boy i i the, let me just say the most disturbing part of this season probably of this whole series so far was montgomery let me let me let me go to montgomery first montgomery you're going to find out i'm not going to spoil that part for y'all montgomery you're going to find out is an ass and you're going to find out why you feel what i'm saying montgomery is going to be a key player in this season watch him watch him closely okay but the most disturbing oh my god the most disturbing part of this season probably of this series so far tyler goes into the bathroom and tyler Tyler was, you know, Tyler's the the outside, the outcast of everybody, right? He's the outcast of everyone. You know, really people don't like him because he takes pictures so much. But, you know, he's had problems with his photos, taking pictures of naked girls, you know, just doing some, just dumb shit with his photos. But he's a great photographer. But he's just on the outside with everyone. And at this point, you know, he comes back from rehab, he meets a you know, he met a girl before, but it didn't work out. He was just a little, you know, too aggressive and everything like that. He was embarrassed a lot, you know, like his first, you know, first like date or something like that. So he was embarrassed, you know, and um, at this point, you know, he comes back looking a lot more healthy and goes into the bathroom and Montgomery and his boys come in and basically like, why did you burn? Why did you burn the uh, the baseball field, you son of a bitch? Basically, just going off on him. And Tyler's like, "Listen, I didn't mean to do it. You know, I was at a bad place." And as he's talking, Montgomery doesn't give a fuck. He pushes his head into the the um into the mirror, breaks the mirror, boom. Throws his forehead twice onto the uh, the sink, boom, boom. Tate drags him into the bathroom stall, throws his face into the toilet, damn near almost drowns boy, tells his friends to hold him down. Now listen to me, y'all. This this is where it gets a lot disturbing. He takes a broomstick. I mean a, I mean a mop stick, a thick mop. Y'all know how thick them mop sticks be. Pulls his pants down and shoves it up Tyler's ass about four times. It 
Literally, I had to run away from the screen. I'm not lying to you. I had to run away from the fucking screen. Like, I screamed and I ran away. Because I was, I wanted to go through there and just go crazy on my... Man, it was so disturbing. And to see in the, and later in the episode that he was bleeding, it was... Ugh, it hurt my heart. And I always said, Tyler's going to be the one to probably fuck some people up. And I'm not going to, like I said, I'm not going to spoil it so much to the point where y'all like, oh my God, he's giving it too much. But Tyler plays a big role in this series. Everybody plays their own big part in this season. And what I loved about this season so much is that so many emotions came through my, 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 my heart, my body, my soul, my mind. And what we didn't understand, what we I think what what the bigger picture is, is that all of these emotions, right, all of the things that happen from rehab to mental illness to rape to everything happens in reality, and we need to talk about it. It's it's sparking conversation. And I and I seen a lot of, you know, people saying that, oh, it's uncomfortable for a lot of people. That's the point. That's the point. It's time to stop being comfortable about things like this. It's time to stop being comfortable. We've, we've come too complacent. And I'm glad we have shows like this. I'm glad we have shows that, that speak and elevate the notions of mental health and mental, um, mental health, mental illness, sexual assault, rape, all of these, all of these things, all of it, depression, anxiety, literally all of it, literally all of it. It, 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 Oh, I hope you guys literally sit there and watch this this series. Even if you need to go back to season one and watch it from season one, please, please do not watch season two without watching season one. You will not understand the dynamic. <clears throat> now, if you read the book and watch season two, then probably you will. But read the book. If you read the book, watch the series. Watch the whole series. Because I really feel like they may come out with a season three. I told myself I wasn't going to watch it, but I just might. Ugh, it's just, it, it, it put me in a space where I was definitely uncomfortable. You understand what I'm saying? From, from one, from episode one to episode 13, I was definitely uncomfortable. But it, 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 was, it was a purpose for that. If you got uncomfortable, good, good, good. I'm glad you got uncomfortable because now we can talk. Now we can have these conversations. Now we can really dive deep into what's going on because this stuff just doesn't happen on the TV screen or on your laptop screen that you're watching. It happens out here in the real world. It happens out here on college campuses. It happens out here on high school campuses. Like I said, it happens on middle school campuses and we don't talk about it. Schools are not, schools are not about the kids. You think you think they are. They're not though. Some some schools, some college campuses, some campuses period are not about your students. And we'll let shit fall to the wayside. Come on now, we're not stupid. It really shined a light on how the education the educational system is so for fucking flawed. It's so fucking flawed. And we are allowing it to literally destroy our kids. Destroy their minds, destroy their bodies, destroy their spirits, destroy their hopes, destroy their dreams. So I literally advise y'all to go watch 13 Reasons Why Season 2. 
it will make you uncomfortable. And I really say parent, um, um, viewer discretion is advised. <laughs> they will say it on there. Um, I say that it is for mature audiences. If you cannot handle it, don't watch it. Um, if you are in the space to watch it, please do. If not, please don't. Um, it's really for mature audiences, seriously. But I really think that if you watch it, it will make you uncomfortable, but it will make you sit here and feel so many emotions and that, and that right there will have us to spark a conversation. You feel me? So I definitely give season two, 13 reasons why, um, like a definite like eight, nine, you know, the acting was a little bit basic. Clay was a lot, you know, he, Clay was not my favorite. He did. One thing that Clay said that pissed me off. He was like, why is he, why do these, why do these girls do this to themselves? Bitch, what? What? And Sherry looked at him and said, really, Clay? That's what you're going to say? I hate, when, I hate when people say that. I don't like when people say that. Seriously. Why does, why do these, why do these girls do this to themselves? That's a whole other type of whole other day because that pisses me off. You feel what I'm saying? That pisses me off. Like, don't, don't say that. Don't say that. Because it really, sometimes, most of the time, no, all the time, damn near, it's not the girl. It is literally the male who takes it. You feel what I'm saying? It's not consent. It is not consent. If they don't say yes, if they don't say yes, it's not consent. I don't give a fuck how you spin it. So go watch the series. Go watch the new season. <sighs> Viewer discretion is advised. Okay? So I thank y'all for kicking it with me for this week. Listen, we have some great things coming for the next um for the next month of June and July. So let me just shout them out for you because I went on uh Instagram live. If you don't follow me on Instagram, follow me on Instagram at Vontae's World, V-O-N-T-A-S underscore W-O-R-L-D. Okay, follow me on Vontae's uh follow me on Instagram. Just put an Instagram live video out about just giving um uh saying that I will be doing the opinionated music month for June. And the opinionated co-host month for July. So the opinionated co opinionated uh, music month for June. This is going to be, I've done this in the past, and it was very successful. Um, and I want to do it again, especially now that I have my website up. So what you need to do if you are an artist um, in the Michigan area, in the Illinois area, um, anywhere actually in the country, and you would like your music to be promoted you know i do free promotions you feel me like i don't charge anybody for promotions or anything like that so i want you let's network so go to my website at www.tyronzahicks.com go to the about Devante tab hit that tab scroll all the way down to the bottom you'll see a let's network section you'll fill that out make sure you have your name your um your genre of music, if you're multi-genre, that's fine too. And the and then in a separate email, you send me the link of the song. There's four Sundays in June, and I do my uh, my podcast every Sunday, so there's four Sundays in June. Reserve a spot on that day. You're going to tell me which day that you want your song to be played. It will be played at the beginning of the show, and I will shout you out at the end of the show. Okay, so make sure you have your Instagram names, all of your. Um, you know, your social media names and everything. Make sure you have your stage name. I don't know if you do have a stage name. You know, my my stage name, quote unquote, is Devontae. You know what I'm saying? But that derives from my middle name. 
But if you do have a stage name, let me know that as well. And like I said, it's four Sundays in um, the month. So please reserve. The first four will get it. After that, that's it. We'll probably be back with another month sometime uh, during the semester but uh, or during the fall. But um, right now, we're just going to do for the month of June. So if you know any local artists around town that would love for their music to be heard, send them my way. However, I will be critiquing the music beforehand. You need to send me your music before Friday. You feel me? Because I do my son. I do. I do my podcast on Sundays. So if you would like to do it, send it to me before Friday. Friday by five. That's it. Friday by five. I don't do Saturday email. Don't send me a Saturday email. It will not get played. I'm telling you that now. Period. So if you would like it, send it to me. I will critique it. If it's not good enough, it's not going on there. Sorry. I'm I'm a big mute. I'm a big stickler for music. And if it's not good, I'm going to tell you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, go- I'm not going to tell you on the podcast, but I'm going to say it through email. Like, mm, I'm not putting that on there. You know? But I would like to promote good, great quality music. And I've been hearing some good, great quality um, local music around so far. So please let me know if you are interested. Like I said, go to the About Devontae tab. Go to the Lesson Network out. Fill out everything. Let me know which day. Um, which Sunday in the month of June that you would like your music to be played, and we will get that popping. You feel me? Then for the Opinionated Co-host Month, if you were with me um, through the whole month of March, I had the Opinionated Co-host Month, and it was a rocking, rocking, rocking month. We were funny. It was fun. Um, So we're going to do that again. However, I'm going to incorporate Instagram Live to it. So I'm going to go live during that month, my live shows. You feel what I'm saying? I want to get me a little camera stand so I can go live on my shows. And if you would like to be a part of that month, you would do the same thing for the Opinionated uh, Music Month. However, you have to reserve that day. There's five Sundays in July, five Sundays in July, right? I don't mind traveling in the local area of Michigan. I don't mind taking a Greyhound. However, we have to communicate. Right, so you're gonna to go to the Bob Devontae tab as well. Scroll down to the Less Network, fill out that fill out that um, Less Network uh, section, and then you're going to reserve whichever day that you would like um, in July, whichever Sunday. So there's five Sundays, like I said, and once you reserve that day, you choose the opinionated topic of the week. You choose the second half. You choose the topic for the second half of the show that we talk about. So any type of type of any type of topic. I don't care. Um, it sparks conversation. I'm not here to sit here and say, you're right, I'm wrong, nothing like that. I'm here to spark a conversation and get people talking about things. You feel what I'm saying? Um, I'm, I'm a big stickler with communication, so if you cannot make it, let me know in advance, please. Um, I don't play when it comes to this. Like this is, I, I love what I'm doing. So if you are really, 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 really interested with any of these things, go to www.tyronzi.com. Go to the About Devante tab. Scroll down to the Let's Network and Let's Network. Do you hear me? When you come with the opinionated uh, co-host month for July. 
Come as transparent, come as open, come as honest, come just come as you. If you would like, if you would like to get some liquor or something like that, or some goodies, let's do that. You know what I'm saying? Let's have some, let's have some fun while we do this. You know what I'm saying? This is fun for me. You know, I love to have fun with my podcast, you know what I'm saying? Because this is my this is what I love to do. So you have to have fun doing it. You you have fun doing it, period. You know what I'm saying? Even on my worst day, you know what I'm saying? I'm sleepy. Right, I just came. I just got off work at like five in the morning. Got up at like ten to do the podcast. You know what I'm saying? Because I love what I love. I love. I love to do this. You understand what I'm saying? So if you would like to be a part of either month or both months, doesn't matter. Let me know. Send me a email. Go to www.tyronzahicks.com. Click the about Devonte tab and let's net work okay so i think that is about it i'm going to let you guys go i hope you have a fabulous fabulous week fabulous week happy memorial day weekend you feel me memorial day is on monday happy memorial day i hope everybody you know get that barbecue going i hope you all got the uncles with the with the jesus sandals with the walking in faith one zone that's out there with you know, cooking up a storm, got the ribs out, you know what I'm saying, you know, because <laughs> you know, today, I'm off today, I'm off for the next, like, four days, so I'm like, I'm just about to relax and soak up this great old sun in my melanin skin, and it's about to be a great, great weekend, so you guys have a wonderful weekend, stay safe, be safe, and remember and understand that life is like riding a bicycle, you feel me? In order to keep it balanced, you got to keep moving forward. So people, please keep moving forward. Keep pushing. Keep grinding. I love y'all. Peace out.